0: This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network. Learn
1: more at trine.edu.
0: Hi everyone, and welcome to the Onliners Podcast, a podcast that dives deeper into the exciting world of online education. Featuring myself, Kirsten, and my colleague and good friend, Cody.
1: Hi everyone, we are two higher education professionals at Trine Online, a team within Trine University located in Angola, Indiana. Thank you for listening
0: hello and thank you for joining us today today cody and i will be talking about preparing online learners for success and what we do here at trine to introduce learners to resources and expectations there are a number of ways that institutions can help learners get started with online learning here are just a few of them one provide adequate access to student services such as financial aid course registration, and career services. Two, provide online student support services that are comparable to support services students receive on campus, such as library support or tutoring support. Three, provide an online learning orientation program. And four, provide students with individualized advising. While this is the last recommendation on our list, there are certainly more ways to prepare online learners for success. In this episode, we are going to focus on number three, providing an online learning orientation program. But before we get started, we want to do something a little different. We have several listeners outside of the U.S., so we want to recognize those of you listening from Canada, Denmark, Philippines, and the United Arab Emirates. Hello, and thank you for listening.
1: Yes, we really do appreciate all of you listening to the podcast. We would love to hear from you, please send us an email to theonliners at trine.edu or follow us on Facebook at The Onliners Podcast and share what you like most about our episodes or even ideas for upcoming episodes. We definitely want to hear from you. This episode, as Kirsten said, will focus on an orientation course for online learners, but if you think about it, an orientation is a way to acclimate new learners, new employees, or even new participants at a conference to whatever it is that they're about to do. It is really an unreasonable expectation that students can enter the online classroom without any preparation and still be successful. In the workplace, a similar situation exists. How comfortable would a new employee be about their role at a company if they were given directions on where to find their office space and then expected to just get to work? New learners, new employees, new program participants alike really need that acknowledgement and direction from a quote-unquote onboarding buddy. This could be through a formal or informal orientation to help them feel supported and more confident in their new environment. Yeah, and here
0: at Trine, we've built an online orientation course into all of our online undergraduate degree programs. Students earn one credit towards their degree program by successfully completing the course. It has been very beneficial as a whole because it helps prepare students for the journey that is ahead of them. With this course, titled UE111, being a required course, it ensures that students beginning their online degree program have a grasp on the basic fundamentals of online learning and what it will be like as an online student at Trine. We really believe that student satisfaction with their entire online learning experience begins with preparing
1: them for the online learning environment. The UE 111 Online Learning Orientation course introduces learners to university resources and expectations as online students. UE 111 is an instructor-led course that I have had the pleasure of teaching at Trine. It covers a mix of skill building and the application of technology. Although technology isn't the main focus of UE111, it is a really important part of the orientation because not all online learners are highly experienced or even totally comfortable with using the technology. And this is something I want to talk about a little bit more, so let's revisit this point in just a minute. So additionally, the course also provides new learners with an understanding of how online education works and how it might be different from face-to-face learning experiences. So, Cody, you just mentioned that some new online learners are
0: not highly experienced or totally comfortable with the use of technology. Can you tell our
1: listeners why you think that is? Yeah, well, we've got to understand that just because a learner has signed up for online learning does not automatically mean that they are tech savvy or really even know how to use the technology. Online learning might be the only viable way for a particular learner to receive an education. This could be due to barriers with distance. The learner could live in a location too far for them to drive on a regular basis, or maybe the learner even lives in another country. Or, learners could have barriers with time. Many learners choose online learning because they have a job or other commitments and responsibilities that prevents them from being able to regularly attend class at a certain day or time. Some learners see online learning as the only way for them to achieve their career and life goals, and they take the plunge despite not having a lot of experience with technology. Those are some really
0: great points, Cody, and I think a lot of new online learners don't realize the time commitment involved with becoming an online student. Online students often have responsibilities outside of their schooling, such as working, managing a household, taking care of kids, They might even have a spouse or significant other, or may be the primary caregiver of an aging parent. The list is really endless, and all of these responsibilities take up a great deal of time on a daily basis, and this is in addition to the time learners need to spend on their coursework in order to learn the content and complete the assignments, and that doesn't leave much time, if any, for some students. Online delivery is great for learners who need some flexibility in their schedule. But, online courses still require a time commitment from students if they plan to be successful. Here at Trine, with our online courses being accelerated eight-week courses, students can expect to spend around 17 hours a week learning the content and completing the assignments for each three-credit hour course that they take. Days fill up really quick for new learners when they have multiple responsibilities outside of their schooling. Cody, can you share with our listeners how the orientation course helps new students prepare for this type of constraint?
1: Sure. Actually, in the very first week, one of the first topics beyond learning the basics of our learning management system is really learning about time management, specifically as an online learner. Students learn how to create a study schedule, learn about managing daily tasks through checklists and prioritization, And they are also introduced to different types of task management systems, some that are technology based, others that just require paper. Also in the first week, students take a learning readiness self-assessment where one section strictly focuses on life factors and individual attributes, which then rates their time management skills from low to high based on the responses they give to the questions. Students are then given resources to explore within the assessment results that helps them further develop their skills if it's needed. Additionally, as part of an assignment, students are asked to create a study schedule and identify the days of the weeks and times that they will reserve to study. The study schedule is actually one of my favorite submissions to grade because it gives me a look inside at each student's lives. This is where I see how busy their lives really are, and I give them realistic feedback on how much time they've allotted for the week and on the days and times that they've listed. At one time, I was a full-time working mother with two young children trying to complete a master's degree, all while my husband was working nights and weekends. I've lived it. Life was not easy then, particularly because of the lack of sleep and the stresses of work, life, and school. When a student has a particularly busy schedule, a family at home, a full-time working job with maybe 60 hours or plus a week, I really like to help them find the time in their schedule to fit their schooling in. This could mean using small blocks of time at varying parts of the day or week to study. There's often this misconception about studying and that large blocks of time should be set aside for it. But for busy students, reserving large amounts of time, let's say two to three hours at a given time, just isn't always doable students often overlook the shorter gaps in their schedule. As a student, I soon realized that getting up just a little bit earlier and spending 30 minutes before work, an hour at lunch, and another hour while waiting for my daughter at dance class really starts to add up to several hours by the end of the work week, and all at times that were convenient for me and my family. I knew that once I got home from work in the evening, my time was limited, and I was also tired. So as an instructor of the course, I try to help students find different opportunities in their schedules for studying.
0: Yeah, Cody, time management is such an important skill that online learners have to master if they want to be successful. It can also be so easy to procrastinate. As a post-traditional online student working full-time, I would sometimes find myself procrastinating and waiting until the last minute to complete assignments but it is so important for us to show learners how to manage their time and how to avoid procrastinating as soon as their very first online course. This will help them prepare their time and manage their responsibilities in future classes. Okay, so we've talked about technology skills and time management skills, and those are both incredibly important. But what else in the orientation course helps prepare new online learners for success?
1: Well, Kirsten, as an instructor of the orientation course, I am consistently modeling best practices of online teaching by participating in the discussions with the students. I'm also actively present within the online classroom by posting frequent announcements and providing timely and personalized feedback with each participant. Within the orientation course and the first few courses that an online learner takes, it is really critical that the learner have a positive online learning experience. The courses should be well-designed and easy to navigate. The introductory courses are also where your most attentive and nurturing faculty should be because they make the first impression upon the student, whether it may be positive or negative. And they are the ones who help give the student confidence to continue on in their courses.
0: Yeah, and we know that online learners at Trine range in ages from 18 to 70 years old. And for some of them, this is their first college experience. And for many of our learners, they might be returning to college after taking a short break or returning to college after 20 years. This is pretty common for online learners. And another interesting finding, according to a research report by Education Dynamics titled Online College Students 2020, a Comprehensive Data on Demands and Preferences, stated that 51% of students said that prior to their current online study, they had not enrolled in a fully online course or program previously. So this further demonstrates our need as online educators to prepare students for their online academic careers, and the best way to do this is with an orientation to online learning. So basically, we can't assume that all online learners are fully prepared, comfortable, or familiar with online learning, or even the technology they will be using to complete and submit assignments. Locally, our K-12 students are likely finishing high school with the technology skills to be successful in an online course. More so now as a result of the pandemic. However, it's those students who have been out of school for a while that we really need to pay attention to and understand that not all learners are at the same level of awareness or experience with technology.
1: Kirsten, I think we also need to put ourselves in the students' shoes and just remember that they are likely feeling a mix of emotions about starting or returning back to school. They might be nervous about becoming a student and have really no idea who to turn to for help or know what university resources are available to them while they're in school. In the orientation course, students are introduced to a variety of resources and policies. And then they're asked to describe situations when they might need to use the resources or why certain policies are important to know. The course then wraps up with a takeaways video that students record of themselves talking about the three key takeaways, ideas, resources, policies, whatever it is that they learn in the course that will help them be a successful online student. Yeah, and something new that we
0: have also added to each of our online courses is a video tutorial for students of what to expect from a trend Online course. It is a 10-minute video showing students how to navigate an online course. This can be helpful to new learners. We also ensure that our online courses have a consistent look and feel. This helps reduce the cognitive load for our learners. Essentially, students can navigate from one course to another with ease. So Cody, beyond the course orientation, do you have any other helpful recommendations for our listeners on how to prepare online learners for success?
1: Yes, actually a preview week can be really helpful. It is essentially week zero of a course that orients learners to their new course. As a graduate student at UMGC, I experienced this firsthand as it was a policy that all online courses were available for students to access the Monday before the course started. It was really nice as a busy student as I had access to the course early. It was able to review the different types of assignments and see when they were due. Then I would print template calendars for each month of the course and start mapping out when each assignment was due. I'd also fill in any upcoming events I had and activities going on with my family. This would really help me see what the upcoming semester looks like in terms of my schedule. And then I could start to think about which weeks might be busier than others. And at Trine, we make our online courses available to students
0: the Friday before the classes begin on Monday. As Cody previously mentioned, this is a great advantage for our online learners. However, I have also found as a faculty member, this is a great advantage to me. By opening the class earlier, I have the relief of knowing the course is ready and available ahead of time. Additionally, like the first few introductory courses, the first few weeks of a course, of any course, is critically important. Faculty really need to invest themselves in the course, make sure that learners know that they are there, and keep tabs on who has not logged into the course yet. So as a faculty member, I also find this time helpful. I am not spending time getting the course ready over the weekend. Instead, I am logging in, doing an introductory video, or posting an announcement for the class of what they can expect for the upcoming week. The first week is essential for faculty to engage learners and seek support for learners who are not participating. For example, at Trine, we ask faculty to notify our academic advisors if a student is not actively participating the first few days of their online class. This allows our advisors to personally call those students to check in. As you can see from this episode, the list of ways that we as educators can support students is endless. The focus of this episode was really on online learning orientation course and the benefits it has to students. We hope you found this episode in preparing online learners for success, insightful and informative. We are thankful for you, our listeners, and we will be back with another episode in two weeks. We hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving.
1: Thank you for listening.
0: Thanks for listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at
1: trine.edu.